The following podcast was produced from a show which originally aired in 1993. Hi, I'm Marion McPartland. My guest today on Piano Jazz is Eileen Farrell, a celebrated opera singer, and she's turned her fantastic vocal gifts to jazz and blues, and she's embarked on a whole new career. I think it's absolutely wonderful, Eileen. So do I, because <laughs> I love to sing this stuff. It's great. There's so much wonderful music, and see, all I want to do is sing, because I love to sing. That's my problem. Well, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> Goodness knows how many years. But the, the thing that interests me is for so many years, uh, you know, you were known worldwide as a great classical soprano mm-hmm. singer. Um, mm-hmm. How can somebody who does that and all the precision and the vocal technique that goes with it switch to doing what you're doing, singing pop music? Well, what I do... The things I'm singing are in a lower key. That's more comfortable for me. And I don't pay any attention to my voice. I just don't hear my voice. I pay strict attention to the words and the story that I'm telling because I'm telling a story, whether it's happy or sad or what. And I just concentrate on the words. That's all. And Well, of course, my father started in vaudeville when he was 10 years old. And so I was brought up on show music. Oh, so you didn't just come to hearing it all lately. You uh-uh, had them in your head I had already. it all my life, all my life. Well, then, to do all this, you must have, have had a teacher to learn classical technique. And I mean, you must oh, have... well, my mother was my first teacher because my mother was a coloratura. Ah, oh, I yes, see. Both my mother and father were singers. My father was a high baritone, and my mother taught voice. She taught piano, and she was an organist in our church in Connecticut. And... Um, because, uh, you know, your mother doesn't really know anything, right? You know, <laughs> what does she know about singing? Well, I yes, had no right. ambitions to be a singer, really. But my mother took me to New York, and um, she got a teacher for me. And um, I stayed. That's all there was to it. And then uh, it was just I had to I had to earn a living. So I started, you know, I was singing at CBS, and... Um, for seven years, I did a half-hour show, and then sometimes, and then also, well, about five or six years, I did the uh, Prudential Family Hour on Sunday afternoon. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, you know, this, it's amazing. I know this is a silly remark, Eileen, but you don't seem like an opera star. I mean, I always think of op- opera people as sort of Stuffy. tremendously <laughs> majestic and... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, not sort of like sort of like otherworldly people uh-uh. with an entourage. And well, you know, you can be that type of person, and there are those types, but I don't happen to be. I just don't happen to be that kind of a person. Well, you just obviously a a real da- da- a down to earth, uh, fun person to be around. Well, I, thank you. I'm I'm glad. Uh, that's just the way I am. And what was your first opera? The first opera I did was, um, oh, I did a little um, Cavalleria, and I did that down in Tampa, uh, and I had no stage rehearsal. (laughs) I made my own costume. Oh, dear Lord, when I think about that, that took guts. But my really big debut was at San Francisco in, in, um, uh, sure. Medea? No, 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 Trovatore. 
Oh. Yes, I did Trovatore and uh, with UC Burling. It was My a goodness. great cast. Yes. Now, how long does it take to prepare well, like that? Well, uh, I always took about a year because I learned my words first. I learned the words as if it were a play. And uh, my coach and I and my accompanist and I would talk back and forth, you know. And therefore, I got the words in my head and the meaning of everything. And then the music always came easily, except when I did, um, when I did, Wozzeck. Um, because that was I always the, wondered how to pronounce that. Wozzeck. <laughs> that was the first time I had ever done anything with the twelve tone scale. My God, I was going to say that's a that's a tough thing to it do. It sure is. That took me about a year to memorize that. Yeah. But we, I have a recording of it with, um, we did it with uh, Metropolis. I hate New to York. sound so ignorant, but who wrote that? Uh, Alban Berg. Oh, right, right, right. I knew it yeah. was some, a very avant-garde yes, person. Yes, right. Well, now that must have been hard because you had to pick notes out of the air. You don't... Well, you just have to, you have to remember intervals in your head. You know, like my next, when I finish this, uh, this phrase, my next note is going to be either a third up or a you know a tone down or whatever, and you you have to just memorize all so you that. You have to kind of <clears throat> almost like see it in your head. That's right. Good of course, heavens. it would be easier after you've learned it to have the music in front of you, but Metropolis didn't allow us to have the music in front of us. And he didn't have the music either. Did no, he? he didn't have the music. No, as a matter of fact, he came to the first orchestral rehearsal without a score. That must have made everybody oh, nervous as hell. I was furious <laughs> with him. You know, the guys in the orchestra were dying. Also, they had never seen the music before. He's either. showing off, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he was just that way. Was well, he? he told me that when he was a child, his parents could not afford to get music. So he used to go to a library where they had music, and he would take the music home and memorize it before he took it back. Because wow. he had to take it back, so he memorized it. Isn't that unbelievable? It is unbelievable, yeah. but I guess it just shows what you can do what if you're you hard right. pressed. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's just so great that, to have all these albums out and to know that your career can just go on and you just keep finding wonderful songs to sing. And there doing are so many wonderful This uh, This album that I'm going to do now will be my eighth album. Of in pop the, things. Yes, in the past three years. I've done a, a, a Harold Arlen. I did Alec Wilder and um, Rogers and Hart, because I love Larry Hart's words. Oh, my goodness. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And then I did a Johnny Mercer album. Well, you're just, just swinging away with just all these things. Just swinging away, kid. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you, you're talking about Harold Arlen. It just made me think, I don't know, he might be just... My all-time favorite. Although, no, that's hard to say. There's so many great tunes by so many wonderful people. And, that's and, true. And uh, you get to sing sing them, and I get to play them. And um, and I just never get to the end of it. I keep <laughs> thinking of tunes I haven't done. Like, uh, maybe you probably do the same thing. Like maybe a guy has only written one or two tunes, like Oscar Levant wrote, oh, Blame he, It On My Youth. Yes, that's true. Did you ever true. do that one? No, but I know the song. God, what that, a great song. I, I didn't know he wrote that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm planning a repertoire for your next album. Oh, please. That's, that's all I'm doing. I haven't done the next one yet. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, you know, we haven't even, well, we have peripherally, but I mean, we haven't really talked about our mutual dear friend, Alec Wilder. Oh, yes. And you said you did a an Alec Wilder. I have an Alec Wilder album. Yeah. It's funny. I don't know why this is, but 
people he's not his his name is not a household word like Irving Berlin. No. Of course he didn't write that many songs, but I mean he has written so many well known, beautiful songs that you'd think people would know. But you know, I uh to me he wrote art songs. Absolutely beautiful art songs. I used to do a lot of his things in concert. And um uh, he wrote so many um he wrote things for um for quintets, he wrote things for orchestra. Uh, he wrote, uh, as a matter of fact, he wrote something for me called Songs for Patricia or something like that. Oh, I remember that. It, yes. it was about five or six songs in the whole thing, and um, uh, I never did do them. But uh, when I was teaching at Indiana University, I had one of my students do them. I miss him, too. Yes, I God. know. Yeah. I read somewhere that you you worked, did a show with Louis Armstrong. Oh, yes. Did a couple of well, um, I was over in uh, Italy in Spoleto when Giancarlo Monati had uh, this, you know, Spoleto festival. Yes. I think it was the second year he had it. I went over there and uh, oh, I was doing the Verdi Requiem, and um, uh, then Ed Sullivan came over and he was he was filming the Spoleto festival for his Sunday show, and so. Um, uh, Louie came over with his boys, and um, he got sick. And so uh, I was rehearsing the Verdi Requiem, and in walked Ed Sullivan, and he said, I have to talk to you. And I, and I said, well, I'm doing the Verdi Requiem. What is he doing here? And uh, <laughs> he said, uh, I know you can sing pop music. And he said, Louie's sick, so he can't do his number. He said, will you sing us? Will you sing? I said, well... God, I don't know what, I don't have any music, you know. And he said, well, you and the guys will get together and you'll find out what you want to do. So I, um, I, I did the show, and it came out pretty good. So then uh, after, I guess about the next year, Ed uh, was doing another show down. He was filming down in Las Vegas, and uh, Louie was down there. So I went down, and we did a, we did a duet together. Then you actually did do we one did, with yes. Louis Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, well, you've done th- things with, with so many people. You, you, you worked with Leonard Bernstein, too. Oh, many, many, many times, yes. Now, was that... That uh, was sheer heaven. He was just wonderful to work with. Well, did have, you do, like, a West Side Story? Or no, 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 no. I did, did mostly do? Wagner. I oh, did. not any of his things? No, 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 no. No, I did. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, my only, my one and only uh, Grammy is from doing um, uh, the immolation scene uh, with Lenny, and I think it was always Wagner that I did with him. I was just re- reminded of somebody else. I was talking to somebody the other night. Uh, people forget so quickly. Percy Faith. Oh, of course, I made a record with Percy Faith. Now he was so wonderful. Now he's he was he's, marvelous. He's, he has. Passed away, and yes. so you don't think about him anymore. That's right. No, I did a record with him for Columbia, Columbia Records. He was a great guy to work with. He was wonderful. And with Andre Previn? I did one with Andre Previn, yeah. You must have. When are you going to write your, your autobiography? Oh, I'm not going to write any book. My heavens, I always say, look, I've had a lot of publicity throughout my 53 years of singing, and I've had a lot of publicity, and what people don't know, I'm not about to tell them. 
because I don't want anybody to know. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I have well, secrets, you know. You see, well, that's Mary. different. Most sure. people want Listen, to tell Listen, I, I don't want my children to pick up a book and say, my mother did that? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> I wouldn't embarrass them. No. You know, I'm having more f- fun here. I just can hardly stand it. Really, it's such a thrill for me to be here, Marianne. It really is. And to sing with you and to watch you play, it's unbelievable. It's a it's a thrill for me. I mean, I don't get to do this very often to accompany anybody, much less somebody. Well, of let me stature. tell you, not everybody can accompany, and you are fabulous. Now you're making my giving me a big head. All right, mm-hmm. I'll play something, and this is, believe it or not, a tune that I wrote years ago at the Hickory House. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to say I how long ago that Hickory was, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, it's a tune called. There'll be other times.
That is fabulous. Did you write any words to that? God. Somebody did, yeah. I can did. I can hear myself singing that. Uh, that's I would love to so sing it. wonderful. It's kind of a sad song. It's oh, well, I your, love sad songs. It's in your, it's it's just, you know, there'll be other times when one of those things, you'll be back one of these days. Yeah. It's that oh, kind it's of. beautiful. Well, I have great pleasure to, to give you the sheet music. Oh, I'd love to have it. Yes. God, this is, you know, we've, we've. Hardly scratched the surface. I know. It. We, could, go we, on have, and on we and could just go on, as you say, we yes, just go on and on could. and on. But unfortunately, uh, one cannot. To hear the full Piano Jazz broadcast, tune in to your NPR station or stream the program online at pianojazz.npr.org. Piano Jazz is a production of South Carolina Public Radio.